Oh, it starts out as a I'm from that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, dirt, dirt. I miss that dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, dirt, dirt. I miss that dirt. Dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, well, that's me. Roll like the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. Sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Got kids up in my and welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Matt back in studio with me. Out of quarantine jail, man. Out of COVID jail. You, you know, there's been a lot of people been told to stay away from me in my lifetime, but I've never been locked down like that. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have probably wished for you to be locked down like that. Um, several of those you've actually locked down um, yeah. due to their decisions. Yeah. And then now, you kind of went through it. Yeah. It, Much like better it. accommodations. Yeah. yeah, COVID put me on house arrest, man, for 14 days. <laughs> no ankle bracelet, <laughs> but locked down. Yeah. So, man, back, glad to have you back uh, in studio with me. Glad um, to be back. I mean, honestly, it's it's been weird because uh typically we see each other daily at work we see each other here um yeah. every other week and uh so it's been a little different not not seeing you not being around you and i have to start off tonight though with a big congratulations thank you yeah i i had to give you guys some hell when you walked in because i'm over here trying to set up my phone's buzzing got people going nuts and wanting all the dirt on you getting engaged yeah yeah thought we'd try 2021 a little different so hey i love it i love it and uh i i hate it for chelsea um but uh <laughs> yeah yeah you're a lucky man you outkicked your coverage <laughs> for sure yeah kind of overshot there didn't i <laughs> but no congratulations man we're happy for you and uh excited to see um you know the the throttled up wedding that's getting ready to come well, you're officiating it, so that's going to be oh, good. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I am I am ordained. Um, I, I know you are. It's a website, <laughs> but I have the certificate. Yeah, we got to get a hold of the cowboy. Let him know there's a party coming. So <laughs> Absolutely. So outside of the quarantine, man, um, any other – I mean, you had big news, but any other news? I'm learning to play guitar. I, I, I needed a hobby because we were home. And uh, PS4 has a, I wouldn't call it a game, but it's called uh, Rocksmith. And you actually plug a real guitar into your PS4 
and it teaches you on there how to play. So that's uh, that's been my 14 day obsession now. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I've got calluses already from playing, and uh, kind of build at least a one hour a day regimen now. That I so that's something I'm trying to get a little better at and stepped away from our normal things and and trying that so i love that because our buddy ryan bowling and i we've got this idea so we needed a guitar player oh um because we're looking to start a band um we're going to play the local bar scene down here okay um but we're only going to learn two songs okay um we're going to go with um fancy and by Re- by reba huh? yeah fancy and bohemian rhapsody so we come in we set all up we play fancy bohemian rhapsody we tear down and we leave well at least he won't get tired of you for the night so no i mean <laughs> yeah and everybody loves those two songs yeah so you're in you're out so you're, yeah, yeah and i mean it's with those two songs too it's like a 15 minute gig i mean because bohemian rhapsody is like 10 minutes long so you're you're getting a good solid oh, yeah. 15 minutes and you, the other thing with me is I do an hour with the guitar and then an hour with the bass. I'm actually teaching myself two song, two instruments at the same time. So maybe you could play both. Yeah, you know I could play guitar <laughs> on fancy and bass on Bohemian Rhapsody. I think we've we've got it. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, we're gonna call the band Didn't Overstay Our Welcome. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll come back in and hang out and <laughs> I, I kind of like hit it and quit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the name is still is still in discussion, <laughs> but we 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 came up with this idea um, that <laughs> when we were watching a band at a local bar and they were so bad that it was comical, and we thought, how funny would it be if you literally walked in, played two songs, tore down, left, and just came back in and played the jukebox the rest of the night? But like, bring too much stuff oh yeah we like got five, five guitars and you know two or three basses and it, a whole bunch smoke of lighting. machine yeah. lighting like yeah the whole setup's got to be huge like a kiss performance setup but two songs but you need to play fancy and then take a 10 minute break and come, back. come back and do bohemian rhapsody then tear down <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> have a good night <laughs> so i'm in yeah I, I think we've i think we've got a plan there um but but looking ahead you know i i've seen a lot of our local guys getting back on what oh, we typically yeah. talk about with racing but uh signing up for the bristol dirt deal and um i gotta be honest i know there's a lot of mixed feelings i love it i'm excited about it i know people disagree with nascar the cup series being on it but i i'm glad they're trying something i i am too and i don't think you can honestly continue to hate on nascar and say they won't connect with their roots and then they do this and hate on this too well i think uh, nascar's desperate oh, i do too 100%. and they're seeing a lot of their fans are going to the dirt and uh that the, this is their their desperation call here and and i'm all for it because it's it's more than what we like anyway absolutely and the fact that they're putting in late models and, and some big purses for yes. late models and pure stocks and things down there it will be an exciting deal for sure and and i'm excited to see some of these guys that are going down there and and i know a lot of our local guys have said you know i i don't expect to make the show but it may be the only time in their lifetime that dirt's back on bristol well i was there when they did it the first time and i that was the greatest racing i'd ever seen in my lifetime so uh i'm definitely would love to go back i don't know if brown sounds racing that weekend or not but if it's not i guarantee you will be in tennessee so 100 percent, i'm in yeah 
So, well, let's, uh, Matt, let's take a, a quick break here to get our first round of sponsors in. Um, and then we're going to dial up a young gun for sure. Yeah. Mr. Cole Followay. Number 66 modified driver. So let me run our first round of sponsors and we'll be right back. Electrical work big and small, Gilpin is the one to call. Gilpin Electrical Services can do your small necessary jobs such as wiring lights in your race trailer or adding outlets in your shop. They are also trained in installing whole home backup generators. Don't let a loss of power knock you out of having your car ready for the track this week. With a generator from Gilpin Electric and Generator Services, you'll be able to continue to work right on through the outage. Give them a call today at 812-953-1261 or look them up on Facebook at Gilpin Electric and Generator Services. Don't sit in the dark during the next power outage. See what Gilpin Electric and Generator Services can offer to you. Call them at 812-953-1261. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Do you know what kind of coverage you have? Do you know who to call if something goes wrong? Most of you probably know whether you currently have home life or auto insurance, but do you have the right coverage and the right amounts? This is where my family's agent, Tommy Taylor, comes into play. Tommy will take the time to sit down with you and look at your current policy and explain what he can offer and for what price. Tommy's an agent that is going to work for you to get you the best deal and best coverage he can. And when he's not the best option, Tommy's okay with telling you he'd take the other. Give Tommy a call today at 812-346-5664 or email him at thomas.taylor at infb.com. Stop knocking on wood. Call Tommy Taylor today. Is your car damaged? Does it need detailed? Rust spots you've been swearing you're going to take care of? How about those foggy headlights? If this sounds like your daily driver or your project car, give Legacy Paint and Body in Columbus, Indiana a call today. They can take care of all those problems and more. They offer free estimates and are family owned. Give them a call today at 812-799-1344 or look them up on Facebook at Legacy Paint and Body. Again, give them a call today at 812-799-1344. Dirt to Media is your one-stop spot for racing action of all types. They cover Brownstown Speedway, Twin Cities Raceway Park, and Thunder Valley Raceway weekly with on-demand video available the day after the race is held. Also, for 2020, the crew will be covering historic Salem Speedway live. You can also get all the races with your VIP Dirt to Media membership on demand the day after the race. All of this, along with covering the Burris Southeast Karting Series, Burris Blue Gray Karting Series, and the American Crate All-Star Series live on their platform. It's time you were a VIP member of the premier location for racing coverage, both live and on demand. So get over to www.dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Do you have storm damage to a tree or trees in your yard? A stump from a tree you cut down years ago that's become an eyesore in your yard. A tree that continues to creep over your pool, house, or driveway. Give our friends at Kane's Tree Service a call today for a free estimate on tree trimming, tree removal, or stump removal. 
They're fully insured and have the experience for any job. Don't continue wishing you'd get those trees or stumps taken care of. Call Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Call in today at 812-216-3900. And we are back. We're going to give a call here to the Young Gun Cole Followay. Let's go. This is our favorite ringtone. Yes, it is. There he is, the man himself, Mr. Cole Followay. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? Good. Man, I love the backdrop. There's nothing better than throwing the checks up right behind you. Yeah, they're all over the room. <laughs> so, Cole, I'm going to jump in right here and, and start, man. And um, you've been you've been racing in a in a different form, um, several different ways for a long time. But what got you into racing? Uh, my dad, and my granddad. There's been a few generations before me that's been racing and i just kind of grew up into it and i started cards whenever i was four what's it like when you're four years old you know i've got a six-year-old and a two-year-old so what's it like at four years old to go out there and start racing go-karts uh, i mean it was fun i kind of played some other sports whenever i was younger and then i kind of had to make that choice once i got a little bit older what i was gonna choose to do and i stuck with racing over everything else was it was it hard to, to make that decision or racing pretty deep in your blood there where you could make Not it pretty really, just because i just i grew up into it that's really what i had always done since the beginning i was always there with my dad whenever he was racing and then whenever i got started that's all i really wanted to do how long did you race in the go-karts from four to, to what age uh, I still, like, we went back this winter, and I ran Batesville. It's in Mississippi. I still, I'm going to go on New Year's. I don't know if I'm going to go race yet, but I'm going to go to Liberty and at least help on New Year's. So so the go-karts are pretty deep in your blood on top of racing yeah. modified. Yeah, it's, the go-kart stuff's fun, too. Like, it's, there's a lot of money in go-karts. Like, there's a lot of money up for grabs always. Like, whenever we went to Batesville, I ran six classes, and every one of them, Five of them paid three thousand win, and one of them paid paid a thousand. Oh my gosh! How'd you do running six classes like that? Uh, I ran second to Josh, and one of them he ended up winning it. And then I think I had a couple more fists, but there was a lot of go karts there that weekend. You know, and that's a that's something that a lot of guys that race the bigger cars during the the summer have started to jump into. I know the. Um, the HRW Indoor Nationals that, you know, our sponsor, Dirt to Media, covers. Derek Groomer was down there the other day. Um, I know even Kenny Wallace talked about he was going to come down there. Uh, so several of these guys that race modifieds throughout the year getting in the carts in the indoor season. Yeah, Tyler nicely ended up getting one. We've been working on his stuff. He's ran the first two races there. I've been going and helping him, too. So is it, is it kind of cool to see the guys that you race with with in, in the modified that you can go and race with in the in the go-karts? Yeah, it was fun. I went and helped him, and I ended up riding one class, and we uh, ran second in two of them and ended up winning the other one. 
How much difference is there to transition from the big car to the go-kart again during the winter months? Uh, the biggest thing coming from go-karts going to the big cars, just there's so much more movement whenever you get in a mod. Like go-karts, there's no suspension or anything. Just tires are a really big deal on whether your stuff's going to be good or not. And then like mod and mod stuff, there's so much adjustment and so much more movement whenever you get in them. And when you talk about a guy like Tyler Nicely, how interesting is it when he jumps in a go-kart that you're probably the expert there? And obviously, Tyler in a modified, he's got the thing figured out pretty well. Yeah, it's fun because, like, he ended up, whenever we went to the north-south this year, me and him went by ourselves, and he ended up helping me all weekend there. And it's fun. Like, we can go now, and I can kind of tell him what to do where he was <laughs> telling me what to do whenever we went to the north-south that's not a bad partnership to have either no. <laughs> anytime you can get no, tyler no. tyler giving you some uh pointers is a good deal yep we had a really good weekend that weekend you'll have to <laughs> remind him next year he owes you for the indoor season <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i was gonna say when you was down there at florence for the north south you you did really well down there that that weekend yeah we struggled a little bit the first night getting into how i wanted it and then we ended up we ended up winning on thursday night and we were really good saturday night too but we kind of got held up at the beginning and then got second at the end of it and ended up running second i mean that the straightaways are real long there with some tight corners i mean that makes for great racing down there at florence oh it was really fun that weekend now when you made the transition from the carts into the modified what was it like that first time rolling out on the track uh it was kind of nerve-wracking that first time just because i really didn't know what to expect but it's just like i mean go-karts are the same way you kind of get nervous whenever you get up there on the grid but as soon as you get out there you forget about all of it i've heard everybody say that when they're sitting in the lineup shoot like it all the nerves kind of overwhelming then when you roll out it all goes away and you just get focused yeah you start thinking about all the what ifs what what could happen but then as soon as you get out there you forget about all of it <laughs> So going back to karting days, what were your favorite kart tracks to go run? Um, I started running the adult stuff whenever I was like 13. So Batesville is always a big one. It's on Thanksgiving every year we go race. It's the O'Reilly Indoor Nationals. We always go to that. And then the Race of Champions race up in Ohio, I ended up winning heavy. It was 4,500 to win. I won it whenever I was 15 with the adults. And that's a really fun one too. You know, and it, it is amazing. I know you, you touched on it earlier, but the payouts in go-karts, I don't think some people who just watch, you know, the Saturday Night Dirt Shows during the summer realize how much money is in go-karts as well. Oh, yeah, it gets big. Like, whenever you start going to the big shows and stuff, like at the Race Champions race, I think there was nine, 80 or 90 entries in light, medium, and heavy, and it paid 1500 to win in light, medium, and then 4500 to win in heavy. Holy cow. Yeah, and I had never been around it. We did um, one of the Burris Blue Gary series shows down in um, Georgia this year. And when I rolled in and there were full car hauler trailers, just like you would see at a late model show or yeah. a modified show, and they're rolling five, six carts out of there, I I didn't realize it was that intense, but it's there. It is. Like way back whenever uh, Sykes to Missouri, we were going there a lot, and they – had the 50,000 there and there was 51,000 and I was still running junior classes then and we were racing for 
10, 15, 20,000 three or four times a year. Oh my gosh. That's, that's <laughs> unreal. How much money, you know, is the average person investing into a go? If he's going to set up a go-kart, you know, if Dustin was going to get one for his kid, you know, tomorrow, what, about what would he yeah. have to spend? It, it just depends. The biggest thing in go-karts is your tires. You get caught up by more and more tires all the time because I mean, that's what makes a go-kart fast. That's the biggest thing. Hmm. Like, you can it just depends like you can buy somebody out that has pretty good stuff but then you're still going to get stuck like refreshing motors and clutches and then getting tires done you'll end up spending quite a bit of money before you know it so it's pretty much as expensive as running your modified then i would like your your starting price isn't going to be near as expensive as trying to go and buy a good mod or good motor but you're going to end up spending some money week in and week out on tires and things like that now when you when you jumped in the modified like what at what point you know you talked about getting out there the first time but at what point did you say okay i i can do this in this this big car too uh i don't know i we had that bandit car that first year and i was still messing with the go-kart stuff too i was going go-kart racing weekends and then i go hop in the mod and then we ended up getting that new car at the beginning of this year and I pretty much like just put the go-kart stuff off to the side and that's what I was going to focus on was the mod and I mean we did all right at the beginning and I was just trying to get used to that new car too and then we got a win at Brownstown and then whenever I went to the north south with Tyler that boosted my confidence a lot whenever we went out there and won on Thursday night yeah that I mean obviously we talk a lot on here our home track being Brownstown but we say all the time, if you can win at Brownstown, you can win anywhere. And you pick up the win at Brownstown, then go pick up a win at Florence. I don't know that there's two better places to pick up your first two wins than Brownstown yeah. and Florence. Yeah, I mean, we had, we're going to try to hit some bigger races next year, but we had a pretty good year this year. I think we ended up with eight wins right around there somewhere. That's a pretty good 2020, man. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all, really. <laughs> hey uh, i got some guys here on the chat wanting to know uh why your country coal on i racing <laughs> what was it skyler that asked uh actually it was uh dj that asked uh skyler <laughs> said don't talk too fast <laughs> we get on there and play i racing sometimes we mess around on there that's what my nickname is on there <laughs> why is that we we, we got to know now it's just my accent they say i talk <laughs> slow <laughs> <laughs> hey tell them you talk slow but you're fast on the track that's all that matters try to be <laughs> so uh, talking uh, don't win races anyway so no if they did zach burton won every race uh <laughs> oh boy uh <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but cole as you as you you know you get those confidence boosters with the win at brown sign the win at florence so as you come into the off season this year, and obviously 2020 was a crazy year, not the year that any of us expected to have or see, but as you start to prepare for 2021, what, what do you do? What, what are you doing this off season to be better next year? Um, we've just been going through everything and replacing stuff on the car, just trying to make sure everything's right before we go out for next year and just really make sure everything, just make sure everything's where it needs to be before we start next year. And you said you want to attack some bigger shows. What are some that you've got penciled in or you're you're circling on the calendar to go go get after? 
uh, I would like I would really like to go to some of those. The Renegade series is going to be really big next year. They got some ten thousand stuff already lined up for the mod. So them, and then I think um, there's going to be some ten thousands at like or I, there's supposed to be a ten thousand at like Peebly and Tri City and stuff. So hopefully we can go to some of them. You, you thought about any traveling the the uh, summer nationals? You know, next year it just gets hard because dad's always got to be here working and stuff. It's hard to go and leave that long and leave everything here so obviously going you know with some of those any any interest in hopefully if eldora's back open to get the mod up to eldora uh maybe i wish i know uh they used to have the big race for mods there i wish it was still there but they moved it they've been moving it around so i guess we'll see and you talked about there about your dad and your grandpa, you know, back when we asked you how you got into racing. And and when you look back, what are some of those, you know, lessons that you feel like you've learned from them that you really took to heart and how you drive or how you prepare, those kind of things? Um, I've always been taught, like, you got to work on your own stuff to be good. You can't just not work on your stuff and expect to go do good. And whenever you're racing – just some of the lessons like you got to be smooth on the wheel and on gas stuff like that well you've definitely got that figured out man you you've got the smoothness figured out <laughs> go-karts help a lot with that because that's a big thing go-karts number 66 where's it come from um my granddad was number 66 and then my dad was 99 for a while and then i ended up being 66 again that's pretty cool. I love the family lineage and numbers is huge in racing. Yes. That's 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 mm-hmm. a cool thing. Yeah. So I, I will ask you this too. Outside of dad and grandpa, who's some of those heroes that you really look to in the racing world? Uh Josh. Josh Evans helped me a lot whenever I was growing up. He he was always really good in card stuff around here and then he uh started going with us whenever I was probably seven eight years old and then he's been there ever since he still goes to the track with you everywhere you guys go yeah he he raced and then he's still racing now like whenever we go to batesville and stuff me and him will race and then like liberty i'm gonna go help him and i think tyler might be racing at liberty too that's pretty cool all right i gotta ask you i gotta ask you a totally off the wall question here because you're you're from owensboro kentucky right yeah moonlight barbecue rating on a scale of one to ten. Oh, it's up there it's good <laughs> yeah okay right on i agree with you there <laughs> all right i lived in evansville for a long time and we made a lot of trips to owensboro for a little moonlight barbecue yeah it ain't far from my house at all <laughs> <laughs> all right next time i get down to owensboro i'll give you a call we can all go right. down there and eat some moonlight <laughs> yeah so as you as you start preparing obviously checking over the car getting ready you know you talk about you mess around on iRacing a little bit how much stock do you put in the iRacing keeping you fresh in the winter uh it just depends i really like i don't play it as much as i used to i used to play it a lot but i've kind of slowed down on it now we really just get on there to have fun now so his safety rating probably isn't up there either huh yeah, I struggle with my Mine safety. Mine ain't rate. bad. I, whenever dirt stuff first came out, I spent a lot of time on there. What's your favorite car to run on there? 
uh, the mods or the supers for sure. All right. All right. I I can't run a super. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't drive the pure stock or whatever on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we that's why I announced because I can't do anything else. So. Yeah. It's a good thing it's virtual. No one else wants us in their cars for sure. Maybe when they get the Crown Vicks on there, I'll be all right. <laughs> no, we won't. Nah, probably not. So, Cole, where where do you hope? I mean, obviously, still young in your racing career. Where do you hope this goes? I don't really know, honestly. I mean, it it takes a lot of money to even get to like a super ride and stuff, so we'll just see what happens right now hopefully the next few years can be really good in the mod stuff and who's some of those guys again we not like controversy but who's some of those guys that you love to race against because you love competing with them uh i mean everybody really like i always like going to the bigger shows is always fun because like you can race against tyler and nick and Krupp and everybody like that that are some of the best in the mods right now all across the country and whenever you can go and run with them it always makes you feel a lot better about your stuff yeah when you can compete with that group you know nick and tyler and all of that group that's a group that if one of them shows up to the track put your money on them if they're all there it's a toss-up on who's going to take it home for sure do you feel yourself pumping yourself up more when they're at the racetrack with you? Like, if you know one or all three are there, do you, like, psych yourself out a little more before you get down the seat, or is it just business as usual? Not really. I mean, you always you always want to go out there and give it your all no matter what, no matter who's there. That's, that's a great answer. I got to ask you this, too, because uh, your mom has to be one of your biggest <laughs> supporters, man, and and – and I say this, she's unbelievable, but she, I'm also on the dirt to media Facebook messages. Cause I'm part of that group as well. And man, she, if you're racing somewhere, we get a message to see if we're live. She always wants to make sure that she can, uh, not only watch you there, but it's on a video as well. So she's gotta be a pretty special lady in your life, man, because she is on top of it. Yeah. Her she's really supportive i mean everybody around me my girlfriend hadley's always like that too she's always got to be there watching no matter what (laughs) yeah it's 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 a cool deal because every time i open it i i see her name and i'm like i hope i hope we're covering wherever you're racing that weekend so it's a cool deal go ahead and tell us you know who are those people you know as we kind of talk there about uh your mom who are those people to help you get to the track and those sponsors? Um, Don Adams Towing, for sure. He's a big one. Perfection Lawn Care, Sweetwater Pools and Outdoor Living, uh, Rice Contracting, Laying them Off Road. Uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Um, He's looking for a picture of the car. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> There's probably one in here. Somewhere. <laughs> wind supply just everybody really there's so many people like just help out here and there charlie and curtis uh tyler's always there to help me when i need him just there's a lot of people that go into it to keep us there every weekend now what what chassis do you guys run elite so that that i know uh some people that don't drive those always say if one of those are at the track they're going to win i mean that's probably right now the leading modified chassis going on do you feel that way or 
we've been really good so far. I mean, they're really good whenever the track slows down. Like whenever it starts to get slick, our stuff's always really good. How do you how do you prefer your track? That's what I, I mean. always like it slick. I don't <laughs> like that hammer down. I don't like that at all. And I and I hate to say this to any driver listening that that likes it tacky and hammer down, but the best drivers with the most talent always say black and slick. I always like it way more. I don't I don't like going out there and having to be hard on your stuff and just drive it super hard the whole time. Well that probably goes back to the go kart stuff too, doesn't it? I mean where you, you yeah. got a lot more finesse. Most definitely. Yeah, like Steve Peden, not much talent, so he loves a hard <laughs> hammer down racetrack. Um, that's why that's why I brought that up. The the great drivers always want that black and slick where they can do some things. Hope you're still listening, Steve. <laughs> Christmas gift should be there soon. <laughs> uh, so, what's some of your favorite racetracks to go to and 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 run on? uh brownstown's always fun because it always will get slick by the end of the night florence is up there it's always fun there's a lot of them lawrenceburg we went there earlier this year it was really fun too you know i, I talked to your mom one night at brownstown and th that's what she said that, that you love the place but your dad couldn't stand it she said your dad didn't like <laughs> racing there and that, but you love racing there yeah i don't know i don't he never really had any luck there i don't think <laughs> You know, and that's an amazing thing in the racing world, too, because there are just certain tracks that drivers yeah. just don't have luck at. Like, it, it, even if you can say, well, it fits your style, they just, that's their, their bad luck. So, do you have you found that bad luck track for you yet? Not really yet, I don't Good. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope I you don't. Think. Yeah, that's, I'm sure there will be somewhere that will be like that down the road. Now we watched you race at Ponderosa over this this summer too. What do you think of those little bull rings? Do you like those or? Yeah, um, we ended up winning a few races there. That that place always gets fun. It's pretty tight out there, isn't it? Yeah, it ain't very big. <laughs> Where would you consider your home track? I don't know. Cedar Ridge and Windy Hollow and stuff are right here close to home, but we we just like to travel more and go to north, new places. That's like those places are right here close to home but we really don't go there very often you know that's a that's the really cool thing is i mean owensboro to brownstown is a is a hall and it's really cool that you come up and you race at brownstown as much as you do yeah you're there yeah, pretty often yeah we it's fun coming there and it is a couple hours but it's always fun to race there every time we come well, we we appreciate you being there. I'll I'll speak on behalf of everybody. You, when you show up, you put on a good show, man. So we appreciate you being there. We try to, anyways. <laughs> Sounds like Peden's getting ready to message me. He says he has no words that can be said on the uh, podcast. He's going to message <laughs> me. <laughs> Love you, Steve. <laughs> For Steve. those that don't know, Dustin and Steve really do love each other. <laughs> I'm just waiting for certain drivers to get on Give Rev so I can send you some messages, Steve. I'm willing to pay. Uh, <laughs> so, what's, cool. a, what's the new tracks you want to hit in 2021 that you, maybe you haven't raced at yet? Um, it would be fun to go to like Fairbury and stuff like that, place in Illinois, all the big tracks like that put on a lot of big shows. All those places like that would be fun to hit. Fairbury is a great racetrack too. That, 
that's a good one i gotta throw this out too is it's another comment here in the facebook uh chat but our good buddy adam stricker says that typically you get drug around by that watson boy oh <laughs> if he says so <laughs> that laugh and comments at everything that needed to be said right there <laughs> There might be a backstory there we might have to delve into. Well, I, you know, this is the this is the best part. Um and when you look at this modified group and and talking about, you know, Jordan Weaver and Braden Watson and and you Cole and you know, there are some young guys that are going to be contenders for the foreseeable long, long time, future. Yeah. Peden also said that um you lost basically you lost your manhood and now you're cracking jokes so he turned it back around and came after you he needs to realize that i have a microphone all summer <laughs> and i don't mind telling him that he crashes <laughs> i don't even know where to <laughs> it's beating can... anyway cole <laughs> All right, so Cole, I'll ask you this. All across the, the country, um, there's a lot of people that are getting ready for dirt on Bristol here. We talked about it a little bit before we jumped on the phone with you. What do you think it would be like to run your mod down there at Bristol on the dirt? It would be fun, but I don't know. I feel like that place is probably going to be hard on equipment whenever they go there. I really feel like it's going to be, but who knows? It might end up getting slick and being good. It seems like a lot of the big – series that travel they almost request that that black and slick track so like you said they might get down there and that you know that might be what what shows up there yeah i always feel like it puts on better race and i i just i don't enjoy the tacky and hammer down stuff well again it makes you drive i mean you've got to have throttle control you've got to be able to pick your lines and find moisture in the track when you need to <laughs> when it's tacky you just you're on you're hammered down and single file yep most of the time well cole going into next year man what would you say is your number one goal um hopefully i i really want to go to some of the big shows and run good against the best guys out there right now like that's i want to go and be able to run with them not not be off whenever we go race against some guys so consistency and competitiveness is is really the goal. You want to you want to put your name right up there with those others saying that when you roll in and unload, you're you're somebody they're going to have to deal with every night. Yeah, that's that's what we want to try to do anyways. I I think you're going to get there with that. Because I I would say at most tracks right now you're a guy that they have to deal with. We we try our best to be what do you think the biggest thing during the week as you're prepping for a track to get that consistency? You just, you always got to go through your stuff and make sure everything's right. You can't go only halfway going through your stuff and not really knowing what you're going with. You got to be able to go through everything and make sure everything's right week in and week out. So when you guys are home, do you guys like work on the race car every night of the week or did you just set whenever aside? we get whenever we get going during summer we'll be working on it most nights of the week 
because you guys are pretty active once you get to the racetrack you know you you guys do a whole lot at the track once you get there it's like it seems like i mean you guys are a bunch of worker bees over constantly working on the car yeah i mean you can't you can't go and not knowing if your stuff's right if you do that you're just asking for something to go wrong whenever you get there that's a great mindset to have well cole i'm gonna throw this out here man because we're gonna um, we'll wrap up here with you and and let you uh get ready for your christmas holiday man and we we appreciate you being on here but i want to say this i know matt matt said it earlier too but for us up here again i know it's a drive for you to get to brownstown but we truly appreciate you making that drive and coming up here because you put on one heck of a show here um no matter what stricker and some of these other guys say um <laughs> and but um we we appreciate it man we appreciate getting the chance to talk to you uh we hope to have you on again sometime and have you possibly here in studio sometime uh but man we we just we appreciate you and we're excited about seeing where you go because again i I think that's the most exciting thing for me when I look at that modified class is there's some young guys that are going to be racing for the next 20, 30 years and competing at a high, high level. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Thanks for having me on here. I'd, it'd be fun to get back on here and talk to you guys sometime. And yeah, it is cool because there, there's a lot of young people right now in the mod stuff that's trying to work their way up. I'm glad to hear you guys are going to travel around to, to other racetracks, but I hope you do make some room to come up and see us at Brownstown. Like I said, we all look oh, forward I'm to seeing sure. you. I'm sure we will, especially big races, the Icebreaker and Jackson. will always come to them, I'm sure. Awesome. Well, hey, Cole, man, have a great Christmas and a happy new year. And, uh, again, we appreciate you, and thanks for stopping by and chatting with us. Y'all as well. Thank you for having me. All right, man, have a good one. You too. So, man, I'm going to go right here with that. Just, I'm blown away, not only by the talent in the race car, but when we start talking about the Jordan Weavers, the Braden Watsons, the, the Adam Strickers even, a little bit older out of that age group, but not incredibly older. And, um, Cole. and Cole, like, not only are these guys extremely talented sitting in the seat, but the way they carry themselves – you know their their re, the respect that they have for this sport i know again um and this isn't even me going on an old joke on you but you're you're our historian here and and the one that the classic racing but when you talk about some of those unwritten rules of racing and kind of how you how you carry yourself these guys are the next generation of impressive well, i'm a, they're totally marketable i mean any company would you know when they would sit down and talk to these young guys everyone that you listed would not be ashamed to say i'm gonna put my my company on the side of that race car because they like you said they present themselves very professional you know they talk older than they, they really are you know it's I, I don't know who in life has told them this is how you present yourself but they have done a great job at that all all of those boys have done a great great job at that no and i laugh because we're not going to get into those stories now but i think back to you and I have had several conversations off the air, but how we were at their age. <laughs> I couldn't have done this interview right here. I'll tell you that right now. I was. Uh, <laughs> it, that would not have been good for anybody. No, no. But 
I think the most impressive thing, and again, for anybody, those, those young kids that want to get into racing, want to find a way to break in or, you know, want, want that opportunity. The common theme with all these guys is working on their own stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in the dirt world, trying to find a late model ride, you know, so, the idea of just being a shoe and you show up and just jump in and race, that is far seldom from you've got to be the grinder yeah. that works and that's what i love about these young guys is that i mean that's really their focus is how do we work on our car how do we get better how do we learn i mean again you know we joked with him but the kid is going around with tyler nicely helping tyler nicely you know in a go-kart knowing that that's going to pay dividends when summer oh, yeah. rolls back around. yeah and you know that's just gonna make him better and him racing the go-kart all winter, I think, is only going to make him more smooth in the, in the modified, But like you said, when summertime rolls around. Yeah, it, it again, it just, these guys really, really impress me. And it excites me about the future of our sport because, again, I think, I think it's easy for dirt fans, and we've talked about it before, to get negative about our sport and it's a dying sport and all these things are happening. But you look at these guys and – these are going to be the flag carriers, man, for this sport for the foreseeable future. And I got to say that I think we're in a really, really good spot. You know, I, I am going to say I think there are some forms of uh, motorsports that I won't say is dying, but it's getting a little lackluster. And, uh, you know, I think NASCAR is one of those sports that it's not the hype that it was. And, you know, if Chicken Wing Bowling was here, I'm sure we'd get an argument out of that. But uh, with NASCAR going to Bristol with the dirt on it, I think – like I said, that's their their cry for help. But when you guys have guys across the country, like Cole and Braden, you know Jordan Weaver, and those guys, I mean, that just shows that our sport is, you know, we got some livelihood in it still. That uh, I think we can go for. I think we'll go the rest of my lifetime. It's just going to keep growing. Yeah, and I, and I go back to you know, looking at NASCAR, and and I'm not going to give NASCAR credit for this because they didn't do it. I'll give Chase Briscoe and what he's done and Tony Stewart credit for it. But finally, a guy who went and swept floors for free and just found any way to get into a NASCAR shop in, in North Carolina and get an opportunity has has made it. Yes. You know, the Tony Stewart story has come back around again. The Jeff Gordon story. These guys, that they went and did what they could. You know, Everybody's heard the stories of Stewart walking down pit roads with a helmet and his driving suit on just saying let me get in the seat let me yeah. get in the seat i would I don't know if i would put jeff gordon in that category i think i'd actually leave him out of that i that, that's probably true because he did have a lot of backing they moved him in here I, I would put carl edwards in that you know he's the guy that walked around with a business card that is true that's very good point carl edwards race car driver so i would throw, but I, I don't think i'd put in i'm a jeff gordon fan but he uh I don't think he went to the extent that uh, Tony and Chase had to go to to get in the seat. And, and that's what I love about these young guys. I think that's what NASCAR yeah. has to has to realize is, and don't get me wrong, I get it with the corporate sponsors. I mean, you still have to be marketable. You have to look the right way. But these guys are. But those guys, that's exactly what I was yes. going to say. Chase Briscoe has that look and has grinded and worked his way to get to where he is. Yes. These guys have it too. And NASCAR, yeah. if you're, if you're going to take a, you know, a, poll on what you need it's these young guys running your sport i agree and you know they, they show they can talk you know they can do an interview you know they, they can be very professional when i was a kid 
I mean, not to bash none of my, my heroes on the track when I was a kid, but they didn't know how to do that. No. You know, they showed up on Saturday, raced, and had a good time. You know, it was nothing about, you know, let's market it and, you know, let's be professional. You know, that, that came years later. Yeah, and again, I know some people will knock that, and I, and I do miss the Jimmy Spencers and the, the guys that had zero care about anything, but – I understand in today's world that a corporate sponsor has to protect their brand, has to protect their name. And you want that guy that's right for it. But that's the thing. These guys exist and they, they can also be human beings. That's the, that's the part I think NASCAR lost for a while. And I'm going to go back to and give a ton of credit to Kyle Larson. Um, And again, you know, I got to go to Indiana midget week at Lawrenceburg and, and watch him. And I happened to be there with Josh Moffitt and, you know, we're sitting there and the sprint cars are qualifying and I look over, I'm in the pit grandstands and about four people down from me, Kyle Larson's sitting there. He's gone through all the controversy. If, if you would think he would be hiding in his hauler or wrenching on his car, getting ready. And he's sitting there in the stands watching those sprint cars qualify That's and, he's a race and get ready. Absolutely. That's a guy that again, works on his stuff, does it the right way, doesn't hide from things. Those guys are out there. And that's what that's what I hope NASCAR starts to see it again. They did. That's why he's he's and, coming back. And that's I give him credit. I mean, because you Hendricks, I will give you a ton of credit. I know Tony tried and Ford said no, but I will give Chevy and Hendricks a ton of credit yes. for giving him that opportunity to come back because those guys are what this sport needs. I agree. That yeah. that is because, you know, I, I just look back to who my heroes were, and you know, the, the amount of kids that got to go up and just say hi to Kyle Larson to give him a fist bump. Those are life changing things for these kids, and and it's just it's a cool deal. And I, again, I, I I'm excited to see as these young guys come up. I I am positive about NASCAR because I think Chase Briscoe is going to change the Cup Series, mm-hmm. not. But but in a way that you can be that dirt guy, and I hope teams go find the next Chase Briscoes. Well, I'm just going to say this. Anybody with a, a company that wants to spend a little money, find somebody racing a local track because there is some unforeseen talent that people are overlooking racing at any local track that they're at right there. You know, we, we got a ton of it at Brownstown that uh, – I wish more people would see the, the type of talent that shows up in races every week there. And I agree. And I think, I think some businesses miss on the fact, and, and again, kudos to these young guys, because you and I have talked about this before at, at the Brownstown banquet every year, get up and thank your guys, mm-hmm. your sponsors and who helps you get there. You find the right person. They will push you and your, your service, your product, your company, um, well beyond. And again, and I'm going to, I, I slam him all the time and he's probably already logged off because he's probably typing the hateful message to me. But Steve Peden's one of those guys that he will push his sponsors and make sure people know about him and make sure people are aware of him. Those guys are out there too. And again, I agree with you instead of not to hate on, you know, radio or something, instead of running that newspaper ad, instead of running that, that radio ad, Take that $1,000 you're going to spend on it and put it in a car that I'm telling you, you will get people to your business just because you support racing. I'm going to go back to what you said about the banquet. Jeff Wilson 
a very seasoned race car driver gave some great advice a few years ago with race car banquet and that is banquet night isn't your night that's your sponsor night that's a night they should get recognition and because without that money coming in they wouldn't have got to race and they needed to you know we got a banquet coming up what three weeks mm-hmm. three and a half weeks and uh you know take a little bit of time to thank somebody you know not all of them if you don't want to but you know everybody walks past that microphone because they're so scared but i think that would pay dividends that you know i'm gonna take the time to acknowledge some people and, and i want to touch on that too i don't care if you're running a hornet and you got one name on the car that's it that's your support and i don't care if it's not even a sponsor i don't care if it's mama stop at that mic and thank mama yeah and take a minute or two to do it and and what i mean by that is sometimes i think that some drivers don't realize how many sponsors are in the room because some of those seasoned guys realize let's buy them a bank a banquet ticket and bring them with us get them yeah. a meal you know we all know that pewter hall's cooking some of the best in yeah. the surrounding area get them a meal take them out for the night you thanking the one person on your car i think sometimes people don't realize how much that'll go to a sponsor what how many times have we touch base and our guests have touched base the wife or the girlfriend that lets them spend five and six nights a week out in the garage until 10 or 11 o'clock at night at least thank them because they're sitting there you mm-hmm. know five seconds hey i want to thank you know insert name and that would go miles and okay yeah he stayed till midnight three nights this week but you know he appreciates me yeah you may have that one guy that bought you a set of tires and you put a sticker on this car you stop and and say thank you the guy sitting there with deeper pockets is going to say damn yeah he appreciated a set of tires so much that he he made sure to to thank him i want to throw him some cash next year that's what you got to realize is is and and i know some local drivers don't want to hear this but even on the local level it's become a business Mm -hmm. you are your own entity in business yes and you have to you are a marketing entity that you're promoting these these companies and and you need to do that um it's huge and again just can't say enough about how impressed i am with these young guys i am too like i said i don't know who has taught these young guys to present themselves that way but it is refreshing and just impressive that all of them do such a great you know they'll laugh and joke but you know they got their their eyes on the prize and they're very good at it all right matt well we're going to wrap up here and um i want to again say congratulations Thank you. um i mean it uh you outkicked your coverage <laughs> um i i can't i could not be happier for you both well i appreciate that uh because i really enjoy chelsea so i'm glad that she's going to be around um uh, for the foreseeable future um yeah. to be honest i probably like her better than you I, fi- I figured that you know but, so um, i'm i'm really glad that we took care of that that's what makes our friendship so strong though you know <laughs> we can be honest yeah yeah <laughs> we can be honest we don't we don't pull punches yeah you know? see steve struggles with that he struggles yeah. with my honesty well i don't understand why you're mean to him and then he lashes out at me you know <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of confusion there yeah that's uh, when uh, you spin as many times as he has this year mm, it'll cause that confusion brain swelling mm-hmm. yeah uh, <laughs> if he learned not to wreck when he goes into turn one then that things wouldn't happen like that 
<laughs> so you brought me into this thing, Steve. Okay. <laughs> Hey, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. Um, hey, the thing is, I've had it, so I can't catch it. Yeah, you're you're free. Yeah. You know, it's like walking around with armor on now. I've already got it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody. Again, we appreciate everybody that supported us throughout this yes. year. Um, our numbers have really jumped this year, and I can't thank people enough for – supporting us watching listening um however you 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 know devour this podcast um hey if you see that a racetrack over the summer let us know how you like the show or things you'd like to see us do different you know outside of steve we don't ain't gonna listen to his opinion but <laughs> so <laughs> thank you to everybody and again we'll we'll be back and better than ever in 2021 right on P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Do you have storm damage to a tree or trees in your yard? A stump from a tree you cut down years ago that's become an eyesore in your yard. A tree that continues to creep over your pool, house, or driveway. Give our friends at Kane's Tree Service a call today for a free estimate on tree trimming, tree removal, or stump removal. They're fully insured and have the experience for any job. Don't continue wishing you'd get those trees or stumps taken care of. Call Kane's Tree Service today at 812 344 5917. Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Call in today at 812 216 3900.